Hi. Welcome to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. On this episode, we're going to talk to Brian Doby, the longtime head coach of the Manitoba Bisons football program. They just won a must-win game to clinch a playoff spot. We'll talk about that game. We'll talk about their upcoming mission to beat the Huskies. That's all coming up on the podcast. Manitoba Bisons picked up a much-needed win over the weekend in Regina. I say must-needed. They needed to win the game because if they didn't, their season was over. They clinch a playoff spot. They go to Saskatchewan this weekend to take on the Huskies in the playoffs. And to talk about all this, we are joined by the head coach of the Manitoba Bisons. That would be Brian Doby. Brian, welcome to the show tonight. Hey, thank you. Uh, glad to be here. You had a lot of points in your game Saturday in Regina. Back-to-back 44-30 to victories uh, over Alberta and Regina to clinch a playoff spot. How did you get it done on the weekend? Yeah, well, uh, I'll tell you, I, both those games were almost literally identical. Um, the previous weekend against Alberta, had we let, we had no room for error. We dug ourselves in a hole at the beginning of the year, and... and uh, we had to beat Alberta the previous weekend just to stay alive, and we were losing at halftime, came back, won 44-30, uh, went into Regina this weekend, had to win again to make the playoffs, and uh, again down at halftime, and came back and won by an identical score, 44-30. So uh, I, I think the answer um, to, to all that is these guys have fight. They have resilience. Um, they they stayed the course. They they trusted the, you know, the structure and, you know, and, and the game plan, what we're trying to do and no one panicked. Uh, it, I'm, I'm pretty proud of how they've operated, especially over the last couple of weeks. So, so we're a playoff game uh, team rather, and that was uh, a primary goal and we've achieved that. So yeah, on to Saskatchewan for, for the toughest part. Well, you're up 20 to three uh, early in the second quarter you yeah. go into halftime down twenty six to twenty. What is the feeling like when you go into that locker room? Yeah, it was uh, it was it was really interesting because it had changed so dramatically. It it looked like it looked like we we're just going to you know just run away with the game. It really felt that way. We, it was kind of nonstop for our offense, accumulating first down, scoring, red zone, everything, um, and then a block punt. Um, really changed things. That was one of the things that really affected things. And and it's interesting because I think, you know, big plays, uh, I think a block punt can sometimes be literally the most significant single play in a game. Uh, it, it There's just something about it. And uh, yeah, of course they did that deep in our end and they, and they score shortly after that. So uh, when we went in down after such a big lead, it was pretty quiet in there. In fact, it was extremely quiet, and uh, we just handled things by by being extremely calm, uh, and you know, pointed out to them that this is it, and let's have fun. Let's let's do what we do, and and, and let's just let's just have fun. Stay the course. Good things will happen, and you know, they just uh, trusted in themselves as much as anything. And, and there was, I think, the whole key was that there was no panic. And, uh, you know, we came out the second half and moved the ball well and scored. And, um, yeah, and then the fourth quarter took, really took things over. 
outscored them 17-0 in the fourth, 24-4 overall in the second half. How much credit do you give the defense for really stymieing the Rams in that second half? Oh, without it, without a doubt. Um, with you know, if defense doesn't get stops, um, it, it, well, at best it becomes a shootout, and uh, you know that's not a comfortable situation when you you have no room for error. Uh, so, yeah, defense did a great job. Uh, we had a couple of takeaways. Uh, we had. We had a lot of, uh, there were several two and outs, and, and they just kept getting the ball back for the offense. So, and that's where things start: is is, is defense making stops. That's that's where that's where things start on, in football for offenses. So, uh, yeah, and and then of course offense responded and uh, was was really really hot in, in that half. Ak Gasama named uh, one of the players of the week in the Canada West Conference. Uh, just a, a massive game for him, 210 yards receiving, yeah. uh, as well as the the go-ahead touchdown with 9-10 remaining. Uh, his second touchdown of the game had a 75-yarder. Uh, one pl- Nothing like a one-play 75-yard drive, right? Yeah, that's that's a nice drive. That yeah, Defense was tired getting back on the field after that. But yeah, uh, AK, I, I, you know, I just have to tell you, I, Love this kid. We all do. He's, you know, he's a kid from Vince Massey uh, Collegiate who, who came into our program uh, back in the day injured. He blew out his ACL in the provincial track and field meet uh, coming out of grade 12. And, uh, you know, and, and just rehabbed and, and, and then just rose from there. He's been a starter uh, the last few years, and, but he's just come into his own. I, 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 I'm just flat out saying this. This is, he's not an all Canadian. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know how he's not. Uh, what I see from AK is, is absolute confidence and, and he's gotten so strong, um, with his hands in terms of attacking the ball. He just, uh, he just makes plays. Uh, all those yards that he gained are, are not necessarily easy ones. Uh, there were a couple of catches that were extremely contested, but he, he, he just fights for the ball and wins. Uh, he's turned himself into an outstanding player and I I'm sure he's going to be drafted this year and, and, and we'll see how, where that all goes. But, uh, what a difference maker, you know, 210 yards receiving that's, uh, that doesn't happen every day in your career in university or, or in pro. So, uh, yeah, big difference. He he and and Des Catelier, our quarterback, uh, have become a uh, a real a real terrific combination, and certainly one of the I think one of the best combinations in the country. On the note of Catelier, we talked uh, with you in the week leading into your first game of the season about his final year and looking to bounce back from the injury he had last year, and he this week with 318 yards set a new program record for passing yards with 7,616, 7,616, I think I said that right, in his career. What can you say about uh, the play of Catelier this season, especially the last two games where he needed to win really both to get to the playoffs? Oh, you know, here I go. Every time you ask me a question, I, I, I bring it back to the start, and but, but I have to put context into it because – uh, we open our season with a loss at home, and then we go into Alberta uh, with a big loss. We, uh, we got hammered in Alberta in Game Two. Uh, we benched as at, at halftime, uh, and, and that's the point to, to where I'm going. Uh, he was benched at halftime 
the first time ever uh, that he'd ever benched his life as a quarterback. And, and it, it, it was tough on him. I, uh, you know, uh, it was really tough, but he, he's fought through everything while he's been here at Manitoba, you know, the ACL injury last year and, and he fought through that. And I think it really, I think if you were talking to him, I think he would say this. I think it really focused him. Uh, I think it really made him realize that the littlest things, um, the finest details uh, can sometimes count the most. And you can just see his play accelerate from, from that time on, uh, especially the second half of the season. So in, in both our games, uh, you know, our last two games, we put up 88 points uh, and, uh, you know, yep, the defense got the ball back and receivers make catches. And Braden Stubbs and Noah Anderson ran the ball well. Uh, but Des Cotelier, uh was, was making plays. And, and uh, there's a guy that is extremely confident, extremely confident. Um, it, it, the best time of the year for your quarterback to be extremely confident is when you're going into the playoffs or, or having to get to the playoffs over our last two weeks. So uh, he deserves so much credit. Uh, I'm, I'm really happy for him. I mean, Shane Munson, who um, I, I always give credit to as, as, a, as a, the player that turned our program around when I came in, um, you know, held the all-time passing record. Uh, he was a great, great player for us, an all-Canadian quarterback. Uh, I think it says a lot that um, uh, of Des Catelier that that's whose record he broke. And uh, I cannot give Shane Munson enough credit, enough compliments for what he accomplished in Manitoba. But again, uh, Des, Des is new all-time passing leader and really happy for him. Uh, he's worked for it and he deserves it. So you got the Huskies coming up this weekend. Obviously the team that beat you in the Hardy Cup final last year, beat you Earlier in the season, 43-22 to 22 at Griffith Stadium. That was September 30th. What kind of matchup do they pose? Uh, big one. Uh, you know, they're, they're trying to get back to the Vanier Cup. They lost the Vanier Cup, you know, of course, last year to Western. And, and uh, I'm sure they're a team on a mission. But, but so are we. You know, we didn't, get, we didn't have the season we hoped for or wanted. Um, we had to fight for everything we got and, and, and come from behind. Uh, but we're but we're here. It's Canada West, and when you get into Canada West semifinals, there's four teams left that 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 are all really good football teams and and can get it done. Uh, yeah, it, it's you know we we played in Saskatoon a few weeks ago and and lost by you know 15 or 20 points or whatever it was. Uh, they're really good. We we were winning at halftime. We were winning partway through the third quarter, and they just wore us down. They really just wore us down. Um, they're such a structured team, and they play their system so well. Uh, they don't make a lot of mistakes, and and it's their consistency as much as it is anything else that um, that that makes them elite and and keeps them uh, you know being so successful. So um, we have to match that. We have to we have to <laughs> essentially. Uh, as close as we can eliminate our mistakes uh, and, and just play our best football. And it, it's fun. It's exciting. I mean, this is it's great weather. It's Halloween and, and there's no snow on the ground and, you know, we're going to have a great week of practice. Everybody's fired up about this and, and we're going in there. Uh, we're going in there to win. We're not going in there to show up. So uh, 
you know, guys are ready for this and they prepared for this literally for the last couple of years. So um, here we are. We're looking forward to it. Get you out of here on this. Do you like the playoff structure for not the Canada West specifically, but the way that the four teams in the national semifinals are determined? Because there's a lot of imbalance, I think, in yeah. in the way that it's done right now, where you've got the Atlantic Division, which is always um, the weaker of the four, and we see it sometimes you know Western beats at Katie like eighty three to eight a few years ago, and that that's just yeah. no fun. Do you think it's worth looking at the format and see if there's a revamping that can be done? Wow, that's a whole other conversation, and it's discussed so much, especially in the last four or five, six years. It's it's really been on the table a lot. Um, and, you know, I think you should always be looking at trying to make things better. I, you know, I guess that's a, you know, just a common sense statement, but it is tough. I, I think there's two sides, two ways to look at it personally I, I, and professionally I do. I think on one hand, there's four conferences that, are, that make up U sports. And, and that's across the board. That includes volleyball and track and field and basketball and everything else. So I think, I think you have to keep that in context with when you're looking at, you know, the issue that presents itself in national playoffs and football. Um, you know, I don't think conferences want to give up uh, their sovereignty and, and um, their, their chances of, of, you know, having an opportunity to, to showcase and be the best they can and compete. On the other hand, yeah, it's a tremendous imbalance. It really is. And that part's not good. Um, you know, I, you know, here I am talking, heck, we're, we barely made the playoffs, you know, but, but we're in the toughest conference in the country. Uh, so it's, you know, I can rationalize it that way, I suppose. Uh, you know, you know, the, the AUS, it, it's been tough for them over the last many years to compete. And, uh, you know, I think there are, there are a lot of people out there that sort of feel that, if you if you get that matchup in the national semi with the AUS, it, it's sort of a ticket to the Vanier Cup. That's not necessarily true. Um, the two Vanier Cups we've been in while I've been around have both been against AUS teams, and uh, we won one, we lost one, but uh, that was a little while back. So, uh, yeah, there. You know, in terms of pure competition, there's probably a better structure. Uh, will it happen? Probably at some time, maybe not so distant future. It will because. You know, things change, trying to make things better and, and always trying to make things more competitive. So so we'll see how that turns out. Uh, interesting observation. You're certainly not wrong in your observation. Well, Brian, appreciate your time as always. Thanks for this and best of luck this weekend. Yeah, you bet. Thanks, Christian. Really appreciate your time too. That is Brian Doby. He is the head coach of the Manitoba Bisons football team Saturday in Saskatchewan. They take on... The University of Saskatchewan, that's in Saskatoon, a one o'clock start. They will be the underdogs. You never know on any given Sunday. Well, thank you very much for listening to the CJOB Sports Show podcast. If you like what you heard, guess what? You can hear more every weeknight on CJOB from 6.30 to 9 p.m. Of course, that is when the Jets are not playing because if the Jets are playing, then I don't have a show, but I'll be part of the pre and post game coverage anyway. Thanks again for tuning in. Subscribe if you'd like. We're available on iTunes and other places I'd imagine. So farewell until we meet again. So long and thanks for all the fish. So sad that they should come to this movie.